Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. I'm here live on Instagram at the Flame underscore ES. I'm gonna be talking about the Dolphins' uh, 20, heartbreaking 21 to 14 loss um, that that gives the Buffalo Bills the AFC East title and um, sends Miami to Kansas City for Super Wild Card Weekend next Saturday night at eight o'clock. Um, so yeah, have my stats here, have my papers here. Um, ultimately, it's crazy um, in my opinion. Our six losses this year have all come down, um, in my opinion, have basically been due to the same reason. Um, and that reason is uh, Mike McDaniel, you know, in my opinion, being outcoached. And also uh, a trend I see in losses, or, you know, against in the bigger games, or, you know, when you're trading in critical situations, you see him uh, go consistently back to the same play calling over and over again, even when it's not working, which is frustrating. Uh, because with the roster that we have, and I know everyone, you're going to bring up, oh, the injuries, this guy's out, that that guy's out. And I agree, we have a lot of injuries. But at the end of the day, this is football. And when you, and sports, you know, there's going to be injuries. But when you look at the roster that Chris Greer and the rest of the front office has constructed, um, the depth on this team is insane. And that's why we're in position with less than two minutes to go to actually tie this game. Um, unfortunately, the, the offense, once again, does not come through. Um, and, yeah, it was just uh, I, I, literally our six losses. It's like, oh, our defense gave us multiple chances to win, and our offense never came through. That's really been, you know, the, the consistent thing in these losses. Bad play calling by McDaniel, uh, him being outcoached by the other team's head coach, and then, yeah, our offense, you know, that leading to our offense not coming through, and somehow even our defense, like, we came into this game with our top two right pass rushers being out, right? That's you know Jalen Phillips. He suffered that injury um, in that Thanksgiving game against the Jets, and then of course last week Bradley Chubb suffers an injury against the Ravens. So today, of course, we come in you know Andrew Van Ginkle, Melvin Ingram, Emmanuel Agba, Cameron Good, and we end the game with Van Ginkle out, Cameron Good out. So even we're down to literally Mel Melvin Ingram as like basically our number one pass rusher. Um, and a couple, we, we picked him up, what, like four or five weeks ago. He, he hadn't even played football this season. And he hadn't played since he was with us last year. And like, we ended the game with him as our number one pass rusher today. And he comes through. The whole, all those guys come through. Eli Apple picks up a crucial pick, um, in the first Bills drive of the game. Picks off Josh Allen and, and Apple starting in place of the injured Xavier Howard. Then you have the next possession for the Bills in the red zone. Once again, we pick them off. We pick up, pick off Allen again. That time it was Deshaun Elliott, the safety. Um, so yeah, time and time again, they came through. There was a third time um, in the red zone that we stopped them right before halftime. Um, there was no time on the clock and we were able to stop them right, right, right before the goal line, basically literally at the one yard line. And then of course the Bills final possession of the game. Um, they have a fourth and one. Um, if they get the first, they get to kneel and win the game. And we stopped Josh Allen, one of the you know biggest quarterbacks in the league. He's known for you know winning a lot of games with his legs, with his body. He's hard to bring down. And on a fourth and one, our defense once again stops him. And that was the fourth red zone stop of the of the day for the Dolphins. And again, the offense gets the ball with a chance to tie the game after the defense once again gave him another opportunity. And unfortunately, they did not come through. With that out of the way, look at some, I guess, team stats here. Um, 
and see if anything stands out. I mean, okay, first downs, okay, the Bills had 10 more than us. Uh, doesn't really, it's crazy because even, like, they, they ran 77 plays. We only ran 48, but, like, like I said, at the end of the day, the defense gave our offense uh, oppor multiple opportunities, including that last one at the end, and the offense just didn't come through, you know? Um, we, I don't know why McDaniel, there was this one play he kept calling in the run game where it was basically Tua, okay, hikes the ball, he gets it, and he does, like, this little, I guess, kind of fake, like he's going to pitch it to the right. He really pitches it to A-Chan in the left. McDaniel had to call that at least 12 to 13 times. Um, including in the fourth quarter. Um, there's actually a drive in the fourth quarter that was very frustrating. Um, uh, it was literally, we called that play that I just talked about. Uh, oh, Tua tosses it to HN on the left side. We called that play. We lost yardage. Then we call a run up the middle. We gained two yards. So then it's third and 12. And you're putting like Tua and all the receivers, the tight ends. You're giving them all the pressure as a head coach. And you're being like, oh, yeah. You guys got to go get the first down now. Instead of being the head coach and learning from your mistakes and not calling the same play over and over again, you put the pressure. But, of course, I know all the, the other people, uh, all you Tua haters uh, that wanted Watson, oh, wanted uh, Herbert, Jordan Love, all these guys. Uh, I know you guys, of course, are going to blame Tua because that's what you guys do. But, unfortunately, um, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, a head coach has to put his quarterback and all his players in the, in the best possible position to help them succeed. It can't just be like, oh, you know, it's, it's all good. You know, McDaniel just, it was one game he made a mistake. Like, no, literally, I see a trend in our six losses. We've basically beaten ourselves, and I'm not taking that away from the opponents that have beaten us. Like, Buffalo clearly won because they executed more, and Sean McDermott outcoached Mike McDaniel, basically. Um, I mean, it's basically, a, I see the same trend over and over again, and it, it is frustrating, but... Then the day, what can you do? You know, I I can't control it. Could only give my opinion on it, and I, unfortunately, you know, I'm not in the position, or I'm not able to go down to the hey, uh, Mike. I, you know, I think you should kind of change your ways here. Or, you know, just wanted to help you and give you some advice, man. On you know this upcoming playoff game. Like, unfortunately, I I don't know Mike McDaniel. I'm not part of the Dolphin staff there, so. But if somehow, one of those coaches or anyone familiar with the coach sees this, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they'll listen to my opinion. That'll be pretty cool. But like I said, I can't control it. Could only come on here and, you know, give my thoughts on this. And, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I was excited, you know. Um, I was like, wow, we're finally, you know, going to be hosting a playoff game, you know, next week. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to experience, you know, a home Dolphin playoff game, you know. Um, yeah, it's tough, you know. It's a tough uh, pill to swallow because uh, this... Like, the win would have been so significant in terms of, like, yeah, you look at, like, my life, lifetime, like, 25 years, right? So, like, the past 25 to 30 years, like, you look at all the disappointing moments, all the terrible seasons, all the lack of success, lack of accomplishments. And then, like, you look at this team that Chris Greer, Reggie McKenzie, uh, Marvin Allen in the front office constructed, and you're like, how is this happening? But, like, in my opinion, unfortunately, until Mike McDaniel, you know, Stops being hard-headed and changes his ways. It's, unfortunately, could be the same thing happening over and over again. And I really actually to talk about Vic Fangio because I did obviously talk about how great the defense did. And I literally, you think of all the injuries and like time and time again, they still came through. But with that said, uh, Vic Fangio did frustrate me at times with his play calling. 
because he was calling a lot of drop, a lot of zone coverage. He wasn't really blitzing Josh Allen. And then suddenly, I would say, yeah, in the second half, he finally started to call more blitz. And then you saw, you know, you kind of saw the uh, the effects of it, right? You kind of saw, you know, Melvin Ingram getting in on the action, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, you know, at least some more pressure being thrown to Allen. And also when you think of the guys who were playing, like, like I said earlier, Melvin Ingram, we literally signed him maybe four or five weeks ago. He was not playing football. Um, Cameron Good unfortunately exited with a with an injury, but I mean he came in. He's a seventh round pick from last year. Yes, this year you know the, as time's gone on, he's gotten more playing time, but he doesn't really have experience. So what do you do when you really have guys like this? You know that aren't that are kind of you know coming out of nowhere, and not they don't really have the reps that your other guys have. What do you what are you gonna do as a coach, or what should you do? Help them, right? So those. We're like basically on our, we finished the game with like our fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever, pass rushers. So what do you, what should you do as a coach? Help them out. Send an extra blitz, you know, like do something creative. Not just call the same thing over and over again and be hard-headed. So that was another thing. I, I do, cause obviously I'm talking about McDaniel's offensive play calling, but I also do have to mention Fangio. His defensive play calling did frustrate me too, but then the day his group is the only group that kept us in this game and that's kept us in really every game this year at the end of the day you know it's really been the defense so you know my hat's off to them um of course the offense i mean it's crazy too because you, you think when we win right it's all about oh the offense the flashy plays but the defense somehow never gets their, their full flowers or the full credit they deserve so it just sucks you know to see them and um of course another key moment in the game um was a punt return 95 year punt return for a touchdown terrible job there by the special teams and that came um, on an incredible point by Jake Bailey, who who's done a great job this season, first year with the Dolphins. But that was another blunder there. The special teams, uh, Dan, I think it's Dan Crossman, whatever Crossman, the coach there, and special teams. Um, he may be in the hot seat um, after last season. The special teams was not good, and he was already on the hot seat. On the hot seat, but McDaniel decided to give him another chance. So, I mean, after this, you know, blunder here, it's gonna be tough for him to, you know, come back. But Whatever, we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, we, we live to fight another day. We still have a, a game ahead of us, and all the focus goes to the Chiefs now, of course. But um, my biggest hope with this loss is that Mike McDaniel and the coaching staff, they finally, you know, look in the mirror and realize that they kind of, they got to change their ways, and they, they can't be hard-headed if they want their team to succeed. So I think I'm going to end it there. But, yeah, hope you guys, you know, have a great night out there. Um, yeah, like I said earlier to begin, we'll, we'll be playing Super Wildcard Weekend next Saturday night against Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead in Kansas City. It'll be at 8 o'clock on Peacock, and I think, yeah, it's going to be the first ever NFL playoff game with no commercials in the fourth quarter, actually, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, guys, hope you guys enjoy my thoughts on this, and uh, yeah, wrapping up now our, our first uh, episode slash IG Live of 2024. Happy New Year. Forgot to start off with that, but of course I had to get straight into my thoughts on this game. But yeah, Happy New Year. Hope you've had a great start to your new year. Those of you watching here on Instagram at the flame underscore ES, hope you enjoyed. Those of you listening on the podcast feed, hope you enjoyed as well. Oh, and one more thing before I wrap up. Remember guys, if you're looking for any tickets, you want to give someone a gift, looking to go to a sporting event, concert, comedy show, um, anything like that, make sure to download the SeatGeek app and use code ROBCAO, that's R-O-B-C-A-O, for $20 off your first ticket purchase on SeatGeek. Once again, use code ROBCAO, R-O-B-C-A-O, for $20 off your first ticket purchase at SeatGeek. Any Dolphin fans looking to, who knows, fly to Kansas City for this playoff game, 
yeah you've never used SeatGeek before use my code and you'll get twenty dollars off your purchase so there you go <laughs> but yeah guys as always you already know still fins up forever but gotta get my thoughts you know gotta be honest and gotta get my thoughts with uh with the world and yeah a team that means a lot to me you know so there you go but yeah guys have a great night until next time everyone take care